You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The day's finally here. Well, the day's finally here. Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. It's been months of speculation. It's been months since we've seen the Arizona Cardinals um, pout as they walked off the field in Week 17, losing to their second backup quarterback in consecutive weeks and getting bounced in the playoffs. The future begins today. The future is now, says the cable guy. Uh, thank you to everybody who listens. iTunes is still all jacked up. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google Play, uh, Stitcher. Just Google Locked on Cardinals and just bypass the iTunes hyperlink and go somewhere else because you can definitely find us elsewhere. Um, follow him on Twitter at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. I say it kind of tongue-in-cheek, but Bo, I mean... Kyler Murray is now halfway through almost his rookie scale contract. This is arguably, we say this every offseason, but it, it intensifies every year. This is the biggest draft of the Kyler Murray era so far. And they have the least amount of picks, and they have the worst draft position right smack dab in the middle of the first round. What we're going to do today, quickly, we're not going to go long-winded here today. What we're going to do today is, first segment, we're going to recap why we chose who we chose in, our, in the ultimate mock draft for Locked On, Net, for Locked On NFL. Second segment, we're going to give a backup for who we'd like if it wasn't the person that we agreed on during the mock draft. And third segment, who we think they're going to take, because that's really very different conversation. Bo, how are you feeling uh, right now? You're in Atlanta. You've got a big day ahead of you today. You're going to be part of the whole draft proceedings. Um, how do you feel this morning in your hotel room right now? With the Cardinals I feel like otherwise? It, I feel like it's Christmas morning, but at the same time, I mean, you opened up this show like it was a eulogy. It was. I feel like it was a, there was a funeral, but I understand it because everything that we've talked about the last couple months and all the needs, and this is the one thing about covering the Cardinals is you try to find a logical approach to the NFL draft, to the offseason, and then they just go a completely different direction. And it works out a lot, and sometimes it doesn't. And as far as their quarterback right now, I think that they made the right decision. I didn't. I don't think they made the right decision. They did with Kyler Murray. But uh, as far as who we're seeing rumored to the Arizona Cardinals at 16 is completely different than what you and I have been talking about for months, and that makes me feel a little uneasy. But the best part about this, the best part about what we do, just taking a second step back here, is this is the fun part, the speculation. We take our knowledge of the team, we read people smarter than us about their national knowledge of the team from what they hear, and we try to mash it, infuse it together into a prediction for what's going to happen. It's legitimately the NFL draft now, with all the trades and everything, legitimately is turned into the first round of the NCAA tournament. It's like you can be so smart. You can have all the knowledge and look like a complete fool during the Thursday and Friday of March Madness or Friday, Saturday this year. Same thing with the first round of the, of the NFL draft. The names that are, that are popping up now for the Cardinals at 16, we're going to jump to in the third segment. We're going to have to stick with us for the next 15 minutes. It's mind-blowing's not the right word. Unfortunately, the neighbor to mind-blowing for Steve Kime is par for the course. 
And we're going to talk about that later. Let, let's do this really quick. Bo, remind everybody who we chose, who we agreed upon at 16 for the um, ultimate mock draft, the Lockdown Podcast, and now we're locked on NFL. All right, so the draft board went uh, with the top three wide receivers going off the board. As far as uh, Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts was gone. He's the tight end. But you had also Jalen Waddell off the, off the board. You also had uh, Devontae Smith off the board. You had the top two corners off the board, J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan. So the Arizona Cardinals were sitting there, and they had to look at either Gregory Newsom, the northwestern corner. You had to look at Caleb Farley, who at a lot of points this offseason was the top corner coming out of Virginia Tech. Um, and then there was also options as far as linebacker, pass rusher. We went with the corner. We took Caleb Farley. We took him 16th overall, 6'2", over 200 pounds. He ran the uh, absolutely blazing 40. It was unofficial. Uh, he's recovering from the back procedure. His medicals sounds like he was cleared. We felt like it was worth the risk for the Arizona Cardinals. The need was there, and this is a guy where the ceiling is absolutely just as high as it can possibly get for a first-round corner. And to be able to get him at 16, and the way that the Arizona Cardinals approached their first-round picks where they don't necessarily play right away, this was actually a pretty good scenario for the Arizona Cardinals. So we went with that uh, over you know taking a guy like uh, an edge rusher, say, you know, Jalen Phillips or Gregory Rousseau or going with the guy playing the linebacker position. The big guy that we passed on was Micah Parsons out of Penn State, kind of a polarizing pro prospect. So that's the that's the scenario we kind of laid out for you there as far as the locked on ultimate draft. So it could it could still happen. I mean, we haven't seen anything that says there's teams that have fallen in love with Caleb Farley. Ian Rappaport tweeting out today that there's New Orleans Saints are really the only team that's aggressively trying to pursue a trade up to identify to kind of help their corner position. So that could be a team that the, the Cardinals are going to have to battle with today if they want to help fill that need at corner. Right. Yeah. Well said. I mean, Micah Parsons was the big one. There's a chance that that could really come into play today, could come into play this afternoon. Do you take a corner? Or do you take Micah Parsons? I mean, I. Smart football minds thinks he's going to go already, thinks he's going to go in the top 10. I mean, there's so many teams that need dynamic linebacker help, um, especially, you know, with Den like imagine him on Denver's in Denver's linebacking core if they traded for Teddy Bridgewater. There's so many guys, so many teams that, that could take him, but the Cardinals are going to be in a precarious situation here where they got to make the right decision. And we think, regard like you can, you know what, what tweet us at Bob Rack, at Clancy's Corner, at Locked on AZ Cards. Show us your medical degree if you don't have one. Maybe just go with the flow and trust the professionals who cleared Caleb Farley because that, that's what we're going on. Uh, Alex Lindsey, Bullbrock, Locked On Cardinals. We've had other names on our wish list. If not Caleb Farley, then who? We'll talk about that next, Locked On Cardinals. But first, we get to talk about a new sponsor to the Locked On Podcast Network, Wealthfront. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first 5000 bucks managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com backslash LockedOnNFL. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com backslash LockedOnNFL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com backslash locked on NFL to start growing your savings. Go to wealthfront.com backslash locked on NFL and get started today.
Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. The day is here. Like, I sound like shell shocked that it's here and that I'm going to be nervous all day. <laughs> like, when did this happen? When, when did we start caring so much? Like, I know I, 2018 was, were you with me for the draft? Uh, no, it was Josh right after, Rose. but we, we were still, we still worked on the same shows and everything. So we talked a lot about the trade up uh, for Josh Rosen in 2018, 2019. I remember us sitting in the studio doing the mock draft and saying, there's no way they're taking Kyler Murray, right? Okay, cool. Let's do Nick Bosa. It's the right choice and number one overall. And the rest is history. Now every day is just like, what are they going to do? Is Steve Kime going to find the glaring need and try to fill it? Or is he going to go rogue? We're going to talk about that in the third segment. Bo, I think I know this answer, but who would you like the Cardinals to take? And don't we have when we talk on Twitter, we give our, our wish lists. It's of players who are going to be there at 16. I'm not putting Trevor Lawrence on my list at 16, you know? So at 16, players that you see in mock drafts that have dropped, who would be your next choice besides Caleb Farley at 16 for the Cardinals? Yeah, it's looking more and more unrealistic that uh, AC Horn is going to fall. I don't, I don't think there's any. I mean, Sertan, it seems like he's the the surest bet at the position in the entire draft. So those two guys, especially when you hear the rumblings of the Saints potentially moving up into the top 20, top 15, I mean, that it just makes it harder for the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, they know today, they, they already know whether or not they're going to take Caleb Farley. He could have been off their board weeks ago. It could have been too much of a red flag. Now do they want to go lower on the depth chart? I don't think Gregory Newsom is worth it. You trade down in that scenario, but you got to stick in front of the in front of the Saints, the Packers. Those are two kind of secondary needy organizations. Uh, as far as who I think the Arizona Cardinals can can realistic, I think Horn is in the conversation. I think that there are ways that the draft dominoes could fall, so I'm going to keep him in that conversation. Like 90 percent of the mock drafts were coming out of the gates for the off season, uh, but then you got to keep Farley in there, and then uh, man, you know. I don't want to, but you know, I think that there is realistic love for Zayvon Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. I can't, I can't look at pre- Peter Schrager's mock drafts any longer and just be skeptical because he's hit on their last three first round picks. He hit on Isaiah Simmons last year in his final mock draft. Of course, he hit on Kyler Murray. He even hit on the trade up, the spot, the team, the trade up with the Raiders for Josh Rosen in 2018. So he he has insight into the organization. He says that the organization loves Zayvon Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. He says they also like Najee Harris. So we can talk about wide receivers and corners until it's blue, until we're blue in the face. But it might be a fool's errand at this point. They might not even be, you know, looking at any of those prospects any longer. And Zayvon Collins, I think he's he's the guy to to think about. He's a thick linebacker. <laughs> he's two, he's two seventy, Alex. Yeah, yeah. He um he's bigger than Hassan Reddick, but he did play in the same conference as Hassan Reddick did when Hassan Reddick was at Temple, the American Athletic Conference, whatever the hell it's called. It doesn't matter. The AAC uh, with Tulsa, they don't play the highest level of um, competition there. But six four two sixty, likes his cheeseburgers, but he's also he's also got some giddy up. Um, for me, if it's not Devontae Smith, which listen, we saw this last year, defensive players. We saw at one point no defensive players were going in the top 10. And things are slowly going to change. You're going to maybe see J.C. Horn like in the ESPN NFL Nation writers mock draft, the Carolina Panthers writer took Caleb Farley at eight overall. Mm-hmm. So there are things that 
I think they have the eighth pick, right? Yeah. That things, the corners are maybe going to go higher than we think. Caleb Farley may dip, but as we mentioned earlier in the week, the, the draft network's rankings, their big board for their mock drafts, had Caleb Farley in the 30s two weeks ago and had him in the top 18 now. So they may know things that we don't. Who knows what's going to happen, but the second option for me would either be obviously one of the receivers not named Jalen Waddle. If it's Devontae Smith, for some reason, if he's going to drop, I don't think he's going to drop past six with Miami, but it's going to be one of those edge rushers. Aziz Ojolari, uh, Gregory Rousseau, Quiddy Pay. If one of them are there, you take them. If, if for some reason Caleb Farley's gone, you need to bolster a strength, and the pass rush is already the strength of this team. So if you're going to double down, if you're not going to take a corner, it's got to be a player where you can double, triple down on your strength, which will cover up the, you know, the lacking talent that they have in the cornerback room. You know, it's, I mean, the trade back, like, I wonder if the Cardinals, see, the Cardinals haven't been uh, KG, Coy, suave with their pick, like, leak that they're going to take Caleb Farley and see if somebody wants to come up and get him. <laughs> You know, like this is part of this is silly season. We haven't heard a word from the Cardinals. I mean, maybe maybe their mouthpiece is is Peter Schrager, but Peter Schrager at this point has had them drafting Kyle Pitts, has had them drafting Najee Harris, has had them dra- like he's had them drafting eight different people. So I know yeah. that this evolves as we go, but I mean, I, I agree with you that Peter Schrager knows more than we do, and I'm sure it's the we. I think we know who the the mouthpiece is that, that feeds them the information, but man. I, he has, he's he's chosen 15 guys for the Cardinals to take. So I don't know how much weight you can hold in the most recent mock draft. Well, I was just looking at his his finals for each each draft season and and he's he's been correct the last 3 and uh you know, it's it's just something to take of no, you know, note of. Uh and and we'll see. I mean, what team what's going to be maybe the tackle position is that going to be where a team's going to want to trade up to 16 with the Arizona Cardinals? I just it's just going to be tough because you're going to have the run on quarterbacks. Uh, it's wild though to think about like as early as three with the San Francisco 49ers, there's three prospects that you can, you can't rule out at this point. Yeah. That's how early it is. It's not as a slam dunk. I mean, it, right after you go Sharpie Sharpie, it, it, it gets crazy and you're going to have to be able to pivot and you're going to have to keep your phone lines, you know, open and, you know, hopefully, you know, the Arizona Cardinals, because Talk about doomsday scenarios because if they do go Collins or they go Najee Harris, if they don't go, I mean, the position that they neglect again in the second round at 49, if they don't go wide receiver or they don't go corner, so we talked about it. You're waiting 111 picks yeah. to try to to address those needs. And, you know, not addressing one would be disastrous, but doomsday, nightmare scenarios if they don't address either, either. of them. After the first two rounds. I don't even think about that. Alex Lancey, Bull Brock, Locked on Cardinals. Final segment next. You know, there's a lot of scenarios where Steve Kime is going to go rogue. And we've seen it before. We could potentially see it again this afternoon. Who do we think Steve Kime is going to take with all of the information that we've seen, we've gotten, everything? We're going to crunch the numbers, and we're going to give our thoughts next as we wrap up this draft day edition of Locked on Cardinals. Oh boy, I'm scared about this next segment. We'll talk to you in a minute. But first, it's time to talk about our friends at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. This week has tons of sports action on the go, as the NFL Draft is today and through Saturday, and on the Kentucky Derby is back. 
as the first leg of the Triple Crown begins this weekend. Get all all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as team teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code Locked On. Again, go to the website or use the mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And also, Rock Auto, rockauto.com. We love these guys here on the Locked On Podcast Network. RockAuto.com is a website where you can buy auto parts and other things for your car. You don't have to go to a chain storefront. You don't have to get, you know, the awkward walks of, where is everything? I can't find anything. Should I ask somebody? I don't want to ask anybody. All of that awkwardness, you don't have to worry about. You don't have to leave the comfort of your home. Go to RockAuto.com and search for what you need. The prices are reliably low. The prices are the same for manufacturers and do-it-yourselfers. There's no upcharge for, you know, being an amateur car person. So go to rockauto.com, write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Final segment, Locked On Cardinals. Clancy and Brock, follow him at Bob Brack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Carts. Thank you to everybody who's coming on this journey with us. Locked On Cardinals is getting bigger by the day. Um, Bo, why don't you tell people quickly what your job requirements are going to entail today? Yes, yeah, so it's going to be the Draft Network and Locked On, the Locked On Podcast Network. We're all teaming up, and it's going to be on the Locked On NFL YouTube channel. You can stream the entire first round. You can actually stream the entire three days of NFL draft coverage from the Draft Network and the Lockdown Podcast Network over at that YouTube channel. It's going to be on Twitter as well. Should be in your trending uh, the, the trending tab as far as your Twitter goes. So we're just going to be breaking down every pick. You're going to get a unique perspective. It's not going to be sitting there with uh, five guys at the desk uh, like it is on ESPN and guys just droning on and on about you know the X's and O's and does this guy fit here and it's going to be you know actual talk unbiased opinions as far as whether these picks work or not, if they're not so uh i mean all, all the talent that you like Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, uh Trevor Sikma, Benjamin Solak, all those guys who are dialed in they're going to give you all the insight you want on all these picks you know it, it's it's going to be a blast to kind of see how these dominoes finally fall because the the linchpin now is 3 We'll see what happens with the Niners. I, I, t- I talked about it last week. I get pretty scared at the idea of, of Trey Lance being the guy. Yeah. Because I think he has the, the biggest upside. Like, it could be it could be 2017 Kansas City. Like, Jimmy Garoppolo could play the role of Alex Smith. And then there's this unbelievably talented backup. All he has to do is acclimate in year one. Doesn't have to worry about going out there, diagnosing defenses. Just has to show up and practice and get better each and every day. He's got a skill set. I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes, but he's got a really impressive skill set. It turns out to be Josh Allen, who you called uh, Patrick Mahomes when you don't color between the lines or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was a good call. I, I mean, he's it's scary. I think he has the most upside. And uh, if they make the move, if they're bold enough, I, I, I'm scared for the Cardinals. But if they don't, like the Niners – where, where are they right now? Are they are they trying to 
Are they trying to compete? Like their DC left. They're going with D'Amico Ryan's a first year defensive coordinator. They're, they lost Richard Sherman in their secondary. Their secondary is pretty depleted. Um, you know, Nick or yeah, Nick Bose is coming off a bad injury. So is Solomon Thomas. People uh, Samuel can't know. stay healthy. Yeah, I just don't know wh- where which direction that franchise wants to go. Do they just want to be in? It's kind of like the Celtics in the NBA. Do they 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 seem like they're a good franchise on the outside. They acquire you know assets and they seem to make the right moves. But at the end of the day. They've had th- three of the last four seasons. They've been under 500. They've had double-digit loss seasons, three out of four seasons. Kyle Shanahan's been there. Yeah. So um, with the Cardinals specifically at 16, you've talked yeah. a lot. Zayvon Collins is the big is the big name that's been coming out of the woodwork. He was set to go in the early to mid-20s, now at 16. I mean, if it's Steve Kimes' guy, this is a bona fide who's trading, who's trading up so we can move back some picks scenario. Uh, mm-hmm. I understand that you know you only get one first round pick, and if you don't want to risk not getting your guy, you take him five or six places earlier. I give my Jordy Nelson example. I always drafted Jordy Nelson in the first round of fantasy football drafts because I knew he wouldn't be there on the comeback in the second round. If I were from eight to twelve, I would just draft him in the first round so I could get him. So it's that kind of scenario. It's exactly the same because Jordy Nelson is the greatest wide receiver of all time, uh, number eighty seven in your hearts and in your minds. Um, for but just answering the question. Who do I think that he's going to draft? I'm just going to say not a corner. Because, I mean, there's so many names. We could pick one. Like, fine. Zayvon Collins will be the name. All right? I just don't think that Steve Keim has the wherewithal and the ability to look outside himself and say, you know what? We do need help at the cornerback position. Instead of saying, you know what? I've made the right moves. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to rely on the pass rush. I don't think he has the ability to realize that. So I think he's going to take who he wants to take because this could be his last draft. So he may as well go with the blaze of glory. And unfortunately, we've been talking about the same thing over and over again for the last five years, but things don't change. It's a definition of insanity with the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think, Bo? Yeah, I just don't, I, I, the thing I don't understand is where does it really strengthen? I mean, I know it help it helps the defense, you know, the Collins pick. It helps. You're adding a player, absolutely. But you know, as we've been talking about, does it create a strength? You know, does it make them this lockdown defense? I don't. I don't think no. It's a future pick. It's a pick for yeah. Chandler Jones and JJ Watt being over the age of thirty. Yeah, I mean that's how you rationalize it. Unfortunately, yeah. I just, I mean, where where you look at. I think you can do yourself a, a really big service. Is you can you can find out a lot about Kyler Murray, a lot about Cliff Kingsbury. If you put this offense in a position to succeed next season, I think that it should be an offensive player. But uh, you know the work is it the worst case scenario where they go, they take a you know Zayvon Collins at sixteen and then at forty nine take a running back. They take yeah an interior offensive line that yeah. they don't necessarily need right now because I, the the way the way we see it is they have a need at cornerback. Steve Kime could say no, we signed Malcolm Butler and we like Byron Murphy and his progression going into year three, and we think Robert Alford. I don't know why they would think this, but you know he can finally stay healthy. No, we feel fine. We feel confident in our in our defensive secondary. So and then you look at the interior of the offensive line. They sign. 
uh, Brian Winters. They brought back, you know, uh, they've got Justin Murray under contract. Justin Jones is going into his second season. They've got Kelvin Beecham to book in the, the line with DJ Humphreys. They might feel set on the offensive line. Um, the wide receiver room, I hope that they think that they know it's not a finished product, but who knows? Who knows how they look at it? That's the thing. We can sit here and speculate and try to apply our own logic to it, but it's it's not going to be – it doesn't – it certainly doesn't line up with, you know, how, how the organization thinks. So we'll see. I, I mean, it's it's tough to get away from this pick, but maybe – Maybe maybe Schrager's on point for a fourth consecutive draft, and maybe this is the year that they said, okay, we, we've set it up the last three seasons. He's been right, and now we're going to use him to kind of uh, draw the attention to one place and then pivot to another. I mean, it, it it's not like he's going to – Schrager's not going to go back to his source any longer and not trust him any, anymore. I mean, he's going to continue to, to – have the Cardinals help him sound smart on air, and that's fine. It's just, okay, I understand. Use me as a smokescreen. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock. Follow him at Bob Rock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Tonight, the Locked On Podcast <laughs> Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live, as Bill mentioned. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. A bunch of great guys over there. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft starting this afternoon through May 1st, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. I don't know what we're going to sound like tomorrow, but we're going to be here for you. We'll talk to you then. We're either going to be a shoulder to cry on, but right now we sound like Mailroom Charlie Kelly. That's who we are. We do. Without the rasp, you know? (laughs) We, we We ate our Ludens this morning without the Charlie Day rasp. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. We'll talk to you tomorrow.